The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when nickels down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Grand Last Sports Talk. It is a Monday, Friday. You know what that means. Alex don't like that. But Friday is my favorite day of the week uh, as of right now. It's because you can do a lot of things and you don't have to wake up on that Saturday. So it's a Monday, Friday. Alex Clancy in the studio. We have Junior Spivey who called in last week uh, in the studio. We also have his friend, Tabitha, in the studio. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, 888-346-9144. We got a lot to talk about. We do want to talk about the draft, specifically about Jadavion Clowning uh, running a four four seven. We're going to get into that. Someone did run a four two eight, uh, which is blazing speed. And for a running back who goes a diamond dozen in the National Football League draft nowadays, might just solidify himself as a first rounder because he's a change of direction guy. We want to talk about some basketball. I wonder why Kevin uh, Kevin Durant can drop forty two points except against Miami Heat. We want to talk about that. I want to talk about slightly a little bit Johnny Manziel running his forty, which to me is not a big deal. Uh, he's a quarterback. I watch him. He's very elusive. I watch him on the field. He has more quickness than speed, and as a quarterback, that's what you need uh, because you can slide. The game is protected. Uh, quarterbacks are protected in this game. So more of his quickness will benefit him more than just his speed itself, which I believe he has on the football field. When I talk some NBA basketball, Jason Collins, 10-day contract with the Nets. I got a conspiracy theory about that, but I'm just going to touch on it, and I'm going to leave it alone. But Jason Collins, 10 days. First openly gay athlete uh, to play in any major sport. Welcome to the show, Alex Clancy. Again, Junior Spivey and his friend Tabitha. We uh, Let's get into the draft right away. Not the draft, but more, more so the combine. Uh, Davion Clown, they talk about his work ethic. Uh, no one seems to talk about his head, talk to his head coach. His head coach said he's fine in college. But you talk about his work ethic. I felt that the guy should have been able to come out last year, uh, been a first-round pick, which he will be this year, but a first-round first pick in the draft last year, that could possibly still happen with him going to Houston. Houston um, was predicated on defense, and they still need some defensive help, but they also need a quarterback over there in the Houston Texans. I'm speaking of. Jadavion Clowney runs a 4.47. He's 260 pounds. That was his first time. He's still 260 pounds or 266 pounds. His second round was a 4.48. That is incredible uh, for a guy a defensive end of his caliber to come out and run that fast in the draft, which I think solidifies him as a top-five pick, if not the first pick in the draft. Yeah, but does this uh, – you, you've been a huge proponent of the 40-yard dash being inconsequential a lot of times because uh-huh. how, how, how many times is a defensive end going to run 40 yards at one time? Well, I say the defensive, the defensive guys do have to do that, but the offensive, line, offensive guys, why are you running a 40? Defensive guys are taught this. Wherever I've been, wherever I've been around, they taught this. Get a field and sprint back, and that's for screens, screens and draws. 
um, because that's what stops screen plays as defensive guys running back back the opposite way. Uh, and you got guys that can get upfield and, and do that and make plays on the back end because you have the linebackers and you have the defensive backs who's going to slow them down, but the defense get them from the back and cause a lot of turnover. I, I'm not – yeah, I, I still I – still, don't agree with the forty. Well, I mean, you have to adapt because. But this is they put a premium. On. They do. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is it. This is part of the process. They put a premium on it. So for a guy of his caliber to do that, anybody else, I, I could care less. But when you got a two hundred sixty-six pound defensive lineman, defensive end running that, that opens up eyes. And you talk about his work ethic. Now a lot of these guys train for this stuff. You train for these skills specific. Uh, but that's what it is. And the combines track in India is slow. So for him to run uh, that type of that type of speed. Is is huge for his draft pick, his yeah, draft no, and that's that's huge. I mean, the, but the number for him to go number one or number two overall, do you think that either team would take him? Because I mean, with St. Louis, both teams have other needs that are more important than defensive end defense Especially in general. St. Louis, but they were yeah. they were thinking about moving up to get him. Well, but or they, I think that they could potentially trade down, trade that pick, mm-hmm. and get somebody down lower, maybe get another first round or early second round pick because they don't need Jadavian Clowney on their team. The, right now, they need an offensive tackle. They need maybe a backup quarterback. They need other things, and I think that regardless of what he does in the combat, everybody knows what he you is. You think they need a backup six, quarterback? Well, yeah. Well, they, well if they're especially if they're not going to two more years, on right? But especially if they're not going to extend him, and they already said that he would, they were not. Well, they have time. He's got half of this first year of this contract to prove that the first half of last year before he got hurt with the 14 touchdowns and four picks wasn't a well, premonition. He was playing well, yeah. Right, and then he, so, but that was the best time what of his it? career so 28 far. $28 million and is left on his oh, $2 million? Cause he yeah, got, 27 million. Yeah, $27 million, but he was the first guy who had a guaranteed $60 million, and he got that already. He has all his bonus. Right, so all of this is incentive-based? Right, this is, all, this is yeah, contract-wise and incentive-based. But as a backup, the backup guy who came in played well. And, and Clemens, but you're not going to win with him. The defense won they didn't, those games. They didn't lose with him. Oh, they, well, that's part of the process. That's yep. part of the team. Spive, you got anything on this? Uh, for a guy that you can't, well, you, you, you're not going to pass. You, you're not going to pass up on him. I mean, you'll be stupid to pass up on him. And we no, said, and I agree with seen, that. I mean, because because six five two sixty five doesn't come around very often to our friends. And four four forty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we've seen film on him. I mean, don't look at what he did this past season. Look at so, the year before. So do you, I will dude, say this. Old film. He, dude, he showed. I think this year his his this 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 past season. He played not to get hurt. Right, absolutely. And, you know, I, and, and I totally agree with that. And every, and, uh, yeah. Everyone. Sure. And what, hey, he's going to show up. Now he's playing for money. You know, if he was getting paid in college, hey, he would have played a little harder this this past year. But yeah, if it was some guarantees in now college. The, yeah, now the stakes are higher. Oh, he's going to show up, man. He's going to play well, and he's going to be I don't beast. want that one play that he had. It was against Michigan. It was Michigan. Say that it was a good play. It was a great uh, it play. Was, was, but <laughs> they blew it up. I need to see more. Uh, yeah, like like that. Right. right, he made plays throughout his college career, right. which, which is a two-year career. But I, was it two or three? I think he'll have he'll have the effect of you know like a Dominican Sue. Well, he had to he, be able to he, get he's, he's he's going to have he has that type of potential. No, to, he to can't take get it inside. He got to get well, it outside. No, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just as a presence. I'm just as an outside. Pre- I'm just talking about his presence and what he brings to a, to a football team. Well, he learns some techniques. He'll give a, a lot of offensive alignment, a lot of headaches. Yeah. Do you think that with the pressure that with the pressure that uh, that because like a Dominican Sioux, they are expected to perform right away. The rookie tag is not on them, right? Because they're they're football ready in theory. Their yeah, body ready. Tag. The they're first fast. round tag is not on them, right? So you need to perform right away. He needs to get to a system. And you're right. I, I agree with you that you take best available. You don't take needs a lot of times upper in the upper uh, rounds, especially in the top of the first round. So Jamie Clowney might go one or two, even though they don't really have a spot for him. I'm sure they'll make a spot for him. 
there are a lot of teams that might want to trade up for those for those things for those first three picks so they can get them because they're going to need them. Clowney like there are teams that like Minnesota could use them, but they're they're at eight. Yeah, Cleveland could use them because they're at what are they three or four? They need to move up or they might be at six. They need to move up to get these. Jacksonville. Could well, use they need them. to do what uh, Eli Manning did because if, if he goes to Cleveland, <laughs> get out of here with that. I'm not. If you if you drive me to Cleveland, I'm not. He's going. not a Manning. I'm not. He's not true. a Manning. But he's a clowning. Dude. He's a clowning. <laughs> I, I won't. I will not go to Cleveland if you draft me in Cleveland. And I thought They're that was so for defense but in the I thought AFC it was North, so, though. But they had a defense. They had a good coordinator, but he left and went to Tennessee yeah. uh, with the uh, the guy who coordinated here uh, for the Cardinals, Ray Orton. Ray Orton uh, was in both. They lost their offensive coordinator, Cleveland, and their defensive coordinator. One went to Minnesota, which was a lateral move. Alex said this is not a great move to go, but I think it was lateral more than anything because you're not going to get a job in Cleveland as the head coach. That was already stated. Uh, Ray Orton leaves Tennessee, goes with the, I'm sorry, leaves Cleveland, goes to Tennessee with the uh, his head coach guy, Wizenhunt. oh Ken Wizenhunt, which I think Tennessee is going to be a team to reckon with. But let's stay on this Clowney. I think Clowney is valuable for a lot of reasons. If you don't draft him in the first round, whoever has that pick to get him, well, they could command two first-round draft picks for even later yeah. or somewhere down the road where you can get two or three second round, two second rounders in the third rounder. That is a lot of, it's a lot of great athletes, especially receivers in this, this year's draft where you can command a lot of, get a lot of for your money off of one guy. So he's been a valuable guy for day one. That's why on the other side of things, we talk about paying these guys in college. They're valuable in a sense until when they start making money for you, that's when you start negotiating millions and millions of dollars for one guy. Does he get 20 mil like Andrew Luck and RG3 got? Yeah, if he's Absolutely. the first pick, if he's, he's like the he quarterback. Does? Well, I don't know if, if defense is – because he, he has more to prove than they do, in my opinion, because – What? You already – no, no, no. With Andrew Luck coming out of college, you knew what you were going to get. Very cerebral. He he ran a pro style offense I didn't know what I was get out of, um, of, out of – RG3? Of that, no, 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 no. Oh. The, the idiot from um, – oh, shit. Um, San Diego. He came out with Peyton Manning. Um Rivers? Rivers? No, Philip Rivers. Rivers. No. Um, I say he came out with Peyton Manning. It was between one and two drafts. I didn't know what I was going to get with Oh, him. Ryan Leaf? Ryan, Ryan Leaf. Leaf. Yeah, yeah I okay, but that I was, I was before. I going to get a Peyton Manning guy. Yeah, but that's, I mean, Andrew Luck, okay, but the numbers spoke for themselves in college with Andrew Luck. A four-year starter. They were top ten his whole time there. You Okay, come on. More or less, you knew what you were going to get with him. With who? With Andrew Luck. With RG3, same thing. He blew it out of the water his last year at Baylor. So twenty. they got 22 mil each, and it was all guaranteed. Is that what happened? Jadavion so, Clowney should get the same thing. So defensive guys should get the same well, thing. Yeah, he changed the game. I think it's, it's slots. Isn't it slotted? It, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It should be it slots. It shouldn't have to do with offense or Especially defense. Especially with the rookie, um, the rookie So then cap. do you draft him at one or two if you already have a defense that's pretty much set? Take away Brian Cushing getting hurt every year with Houston. They always have a really good defense. It gets hurt every year. You're right about that. But look, if you drafted him first because it is slotted, because it's even slotted before we even had a rookie uh, salary, rookie cap. But he's guaranteed twenty million dollars, or somewhere five percent increase from the from last year's spot to this year's spot. If he goes where Andrew Luck went, then that's what he's going to get. He's he's just as valuable as uh, Andrew Luck will be, or potentially just as valuable as Andrew Luck will be when he gets to that. You know, yeah, and when guys, he gets to that guys around this, that, guys uh, like this NFL don't come team. around. Don't come around very often. No, and you take them when you can get them. You don't know who's going to be. The, we always compare guys, and I compare guys on defense to the um, Lawrence Taylor. If you that linebacker guy, he's. It, could he be close to the next Lawrence Taylor? I don't know who can be the next Lawrence Taylor. We've seen some uh, Lawrence Taylor. We've seen a lot of guys come out and play that high level, but just didn't change the game. you got to be a change the game. You know who I thought it would be was the uh, 
Sean Marion. He wasn't. Hey, lights out. For those of you that don't know, he just did the lights out. Lights out. Hey, he was a game changer. It's just you know, unfortunately, he went. He had a couple of injuries that set him back. Steroid or uh, sorry, performance enhancer. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, alleged. Well, he got suspended for him. Right. Oh well, yeah. He but the, he, was, he was definitely a game changer. Let me ask you guys yeah, this: Is it a big deal that um, uh, Johnny Menzel, who can you can now make money off his name with Johnny Football? Has uh, ran a four six or was it a four six eight or four six four six two four six two? Is it a big deal? Because me personally, I don't think it's a big deal because of what he did on the field, what I've seen on the field. Uh, we talked about this at the roundtable, Fran Tarkenton and Doug Flutie. Right. Um, it's not a big deal that he he has to run that fast on a on a track. He's not a track guy, and it's the premium of running the forty while you at the combines. He's not throwing at the combine. He didn't pass the ball once, but what I saw on the football field told me this guy changed games. Absolutely, he's not going to get away with those hail marys in the NFL. Right. Well, right. well, Eli, well, it depends, Eli on, did. well it, <laughs> hey, it depends on what kind of receivers he has. You get him some guys, man, with that six five that can go up and go get it and jump. Missouri over. has a lot of Missouri had two of those guys, right? So I think, man, he's quick. He's very quick. He's very elusive. Um, he, 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 his vision is unbelievable. He has a great vision, vision of a running back. So when he's in the open field, he knows how to cut. He knows how to stop on a dime. Those things right there is, you know, it's it's going to be. It's going to be unbelievable in the NFL. Yeah, right. And, and, oh, go ahead. Kwame Lai Sports Talk. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back. We want to stay on Johnny Manziel. We're talking uh, uh, NFL combines. We're going to get into some basketball as well. We're going to talk about the Jason Collins situation, maybe some uh, NBA as far as Kevin Durant. Alice Clancy in the studio, Junior Spivey and his friend, Tab. Kwame Lai Sports Talk. We'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The Sports Mavericks Show redefines the elite athlete by bridging the gap between parents, athletes, and the community. Host Ida Moyer, a.k.a. the Oprah of Sports, brings to the Voice America Network original programming, balancing the pursuit of academic excellence and sports participation. The Sports Mavericks Show airs every Tuesday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Listeners will be engaged in straightforward talk, spontaneous and unscripted by the experts. Ida and her guests will explore the challenges of success and failure in sports and will help athletes and their parents navigate the transition from high school, college, and then on to the pros. We put fun back into sports and recognize role models in sports through our Sports Mavericks All-Star Award program. Tune in Tuesday evenings at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with Ida Mouillet and the Sports Mavericks Show right here on The Voice. Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
Alex Clancy in the studio. Junior Spivey and Tab in the studio as well. Um, 888-346-9144 is the number if you want to call in and join the show. You might just want a prize for calling in, maybe. But we'll, we'll work that out off the air. Oh, we're talking about Johnny Manziel and his football. Now, it's not a premium. You mentioned off the air, Alex, that he was the fourth fastest fourth quarterback. quarterback. See, it, it became a premium, and then we saw that explosion with uh, RG3 last year. What did he run, a 4-4 four, four something? Um, to have a, have a quarterback with that type of caliber uh, speed and who could throw the ball, that, that's, that's huge. But I don't, take, I don't compare RG3 and Johnny Manziel at all because what I saw on the football field that Manziel did, I thought he had – he became my favorite player when he did his off-field stuff that a lot of African-American stuff uh, athletes were doing and were getting penalized for it. Then he came in. He became one of my favorite players. But what he did on the field, football field, athletically, I thought he could play in the league. I thought he'd go to the right team, play in the league. You and I go back and forth. I say, I don't see him on the center enough, but I don't see Peyton Manning on the center enough anymore. It buys him some time. But he's not cerebral to the extent Peyton Manning is yet. I'm not saying he won't get there, but... And this NFL offense these days, there's not a lot of guys under the center. They're probably three or four yards off. Right. That, that's, not a, that's not a determinant of how, how ready for the NFL you are if you can be under the center anymore. Not these, not, not these days. Right. Not these no, days. That's what it is. But he's, um, he, I think he could play if he goes to the right team. I, I don't know how he jumped before uh, Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know how he jumped in front of him, but that maybe he has a great marketing team. Right. Well, and looking at what Junior said, they got big receivers in Houston. I mean, they have big receivers, they have big tight end, they have two running backs that if they start running them uh, 50-50 in carries at the beginning of the year, they'll stay healthy all year instead of running Arian Foster into the ground then running Ben Tate into the ground. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Andre Johnson resurrected his career last year. If you can get the ball in the hands of these guys, he could, he could have a fantastic rookie year. And the defense, so I mean, taking him number one overall I thought was crazy when, uh, when Mel Kuyper brought it all the way up and, and exchanged him for Teddy Bridgewater. But I got to see it now. I mean, I kind of see that if with those running with those wide receivers, you have a little bit of a crutch there. Let me ask you guys, both of you guys, this: Did it hurt uh, Teddy Bridgewater not throwing at the uh, combine, not performing at the combines? I mean, he. I thought if if I have to answer that question, I'll say no because I think you did everything. You had to prove yourself on the field. The draft is for the NFL. The draft is for marketing, more money. Uh, The combines is for the same things. I. If I watch everything you did at Louisville and it was outstanding and it, and it, and it warrants you to be in an argument of the in a conversation, I should say, as a top quarterback coming out draft, as long as you haven't been in any trouble and I get to work you out at your pro day, I don't see how it dropped them. But there are two other quarterbacks, Johnny Manziel being one of them, also um, with, not Derek Carr, but is it Derek Carr? To get, um, Fresno State kid. Fresno State. Um, but there's also a guy in Wyoming somewhere that's play, been playing well. Um, but does that hurt his draft status? Uh, I, I think so. Because if, if, if you're I think, a GM I think, or head coach. I, I, I think it can make or break you because you want to see him run. You want to see him throw. You I saw that all on film. You, you did see it on the film. Like I said, it can make you or break you. Just like Davian uh, Clowney. You know, it improved his draft status, what he did. You know, it, it hurt the kid well, from Missouri. He was going to be a first rounder, but where right, but he improved, first I mean, what he ran – you know, with that kind of size, definitely. Oh my! Oh my gosh! But at the same token, it hurt. Um, Teddy Bridgewater. My, no, Michael Sam 
<laughs> performing the way he performed. Spot. It hurt him. Well, he ran, so, he, he ran a 4.7. That yeah, wasn't awful. That's wasn't, exactly what everybody thought he was going to run. Dude, but I'm just saying that dude, you got linebackers running. You have defensive ends running 4.4s, four yeah. and you're running a 4.7. Man, the, the NFL, man, is, is getting faster, bigger, and stronger. And they are. That's and, why and, people... and, hey, you're going to get – you got quarterbacks. That, how are you going to catch a quarterback? How are you going to catch RG3? He's running a 4.4. Four, you run a 4.7 whenever you hit that end, hit that corner. Angles and leverages. Yeah, exactly. I always so, say angles and leverages. Right. But so, I, I mean, no, there's no doubt he can play. But like I said, it can it can make or break you. I I think I I would agree with actually Kwame that I think that don't say that like it's like it's hard to agree with me. You see how long it took for me yeah, to get it out. Um, but with Teddy Bridgewater, his size alone, he's a prototypical pro quarterback. Yeah. So having said all of that, Houston, Mel Kiper, Todd McShay, the mock drafts. They're like stockbrokers. They're like weathermen. You have no idea Todd what's going to happen. Is interesting. So, so when you have uh, Ted Bridgewater two months ago being the number one overall, unquestionable, and now he's at eight, and now he's at four, they have no idea what the hell is actually going to happen. And that's a They're great going comparison. by numbers. So with him, I think you don't show anything. They already have the tape. You already know what he's going to be. And I understand what you're saying, that it, it can maybe help you, but it can hurt you so much more than it could potentially help you by throwing it. You have your pro day. That's when you throw. You're at home. You have the guys. You have your receivers. You have your home where you're throwing the ball where you're comfortable and not in like this vacuum in Indianapolis in the middle, in the middle of winter. That's for, that's for the NFL. I'm going to tell you, that's, that's, that show, that slave trade mentality is for the NFL. I, I don't know why you got to – I watched these guys. I went to Seattle on a free agent visit, and um, I thought I had to run and do all this other stuff. They said, no, we already know you can play. We watch film. We know you can play. We know these guys can play. All I had to do was get on the board and show that I know how to run a defense from the safety spot. And that's all you need to do as a quarterback. Show me you know how to check today's. What would you check to? Give them some simple stuff. What would you check to and watch his brain, see how his brain works, see how he thinks, see how quick he responds to it. And that's all neurologist stuff. See how you work and how fast you work, how brain, fast yeah, your brain works. Exactly. The Wonderlick test is the only one that I really pay attention to. Even though there's some variability. Like, didn't Ryan Leaf get one of the highest scores ever? And he's, well, I don't know what he, is he in jail? I, I don't even know where he's <laughs> at. Uh, but, I mean, and you have guys that had lower ones that did fine. Michael Vick didn't have a very good score, right? Yeah, I'm, you know what? It's cause but, it's hard, it would be so, hard for me, it would be hard for me to say, to take that wonder lick and say, well, this guy going to be this kind what, of guy. if he doesn't test well? Though. Hey, but no, what if, if he does? He just doesn't test well. What if it's a guy that maybe, doesn't test well? Yeah, those. <laughs> I, I test okay. There's a that said you're I stupid. I test okay then. depending on how easy the test is. I'm not a great <laughs> test taker, meaning you're stupid. Daniel Tosh said that. Uh, and it. Because like you can study and then when you have to get tested on the stuff you know the wonder looks different I understand yeah that. it's, it's a bunch but it, of... but it's especially for quarterbacks and I think running backs too because you have to be able to read you have to be able to think on your feet second to second and I, I don't think know it's how it is in baseball I don't know how it is in baseball but you you just said made a comment that and football every position is a thinking fo- position. Uh, baseball, I don't know. You have you to got, think. You you yeah. have to be able to think. And every major quick. level, every I mean, every situation. I mean, there's so many situations that may come that may come up, and you got to be able to respond and react. To you know them. who's and one of the baseball smartest? Baseball is a thinking sport. Yeah, and you from have waiting, you, quick. You're in a you're in a rest position to act in yeah. in in a split That's second. Why but I your love, brain I, does I, not your brain doesn't turn. I like off. baseball more than I like football. Uh, which what direction I should have went? I, true, because. Especially the shortstop. Well, the shortstop position that I played uh, is you play second, <laughs> yeah. um, but you play short. I played short. I, play short. Yeah. I came up as a shortstop. It's, it's, I was drafted just, as a shortstop. Right. It's just reaction real fast, and you want them to come to you. And there are certain pitchers where the what? pitcher can make that ball come to you. Well, there's there's, there's, there's a lot of strategies, a lot of thinking. You know, um, if the ball's hitting this area, where do you go with the ball? Where are you supposed to be? I mean, there's a that's lot of pre, things. That's pre. That's pre hit. 
Um, there's, there's, there's That's all the stuff you have to do before the pitch is thrown. You got to know where I'm going with this ball. Just like at safety, I had to know what am I checked to. When they move, this guy move. If he moved two inches, what I'm prepared to check to put us in the right position. Right. Do you know the pitches that are going to be thrown in certain situations? Absolutely. Like, well, throw a sinker to try and get a double, to try and turn a double play. Throw, like, what a, the situation would dictate, you know, how you defend or, or how you how you position yourself on the field, and that's and that's but knowing your pitchers it's, it's, too. It's knowing your pitchers. It's knowing the situation. Yeah. You know, you have first and third. You may be first and second. One out, two outs. You know, it's just knowing knowing the situation that the guy can run. If this person can't run, if this ball is hitting this how much corner. Time you have to get the where are you going with the ball? Yeah, it's just a lot of things that that you must know uh, before going in before going into it. I mean, you know, I mean, we have. Uh, um, we go over the situations, you know, every every series. You have like a a, a classroom type setting where you you have like a uh, you study. I don't, I don't know. I, I can't no. think right let now. Me ask, no, let me ask you this going, though, because it's baseball season right now. But let That's me ask what you we're this. Talking about and for the past two years, I'm wondering is Matt three years mm-hmm. when Matt should have won. Matt Kemp, I'm speaking of when he should have won the MVP, and we found out Ryan Brom was not clean. Right. Is Matt ready? He he got injured. He had injuries last year. Mm-hmm. Is is he going to be ready this year? Is he going to be? Is this the year he go back into that form where he's an all, he's going to be an all star? But is he going to be MVP? And it, the second it, and it, the it, second it, part of this question ahead. I'm going to ask is: Do they let him go no, after this year? Can't. If he doesn't perform, if he gets hurt, do they let him go? You think no, we? Um, you're not, not well, going to let him go. I'm because you, you of the guys they brought in, and they're not trying to spend over a billion dollars every year. Why, why not? Salary. <laughs> I, well, I understand. <laughs> they, they, no, no, I get they, but a billion. But that's an option. Say he's out. Say he's out all year next year. Okay. I'm just saying, have a day to speak. If he's okay. out on next year, okay. Yeah, something okay. like, okay, now go. <laughs> um, he's ready. Uh, if it, Depending on when he comes back, it's going to determine if he wins the MVP or not. And if he stays healthy this year, without a shadow of a doubt, Is he it will the shoulder? Is it the shoulder? No, it's, it's, it's not the shoulder. It's ankle. Hamstring? Oh, yeah, and he tore, ankle. pulls hamstring last year. You don't need to. You don't need to. If you knock him out the park, you don't need an ankle. If you knock him out the park. Yeah, it's, it's his <laughs> ankle, but his shoulder's completely healthy. Um, Hammy's healthiest. I mean, the determining factor is going to be when he comes so back. So they're going to work him in because I know right, he's not. He's, he's not going to. I don't think he's going to be ready for opening let day. Me, let me opening day this. in Australia. Let but me, he's healthy and he's he shouldn't back go to MVP, Australia. MVP form. He's he back shouldn't to even MVP go to Australia. Form. I wouldn't even go to Australia. If, you if go I'm for saying. the vacation, man. man. Going to Sydney yeah. and do what? For three days, man. What are you going to do? Speak on the spot. Hey, you know what he's going to do? He's going to go and I would not go to Australia. He has to be there for his teammates. You know what's more important to me than Australia is that baseball. Yes, no, the ankle. This, rehab this, this, this rehab my ankle because Matt Kim could go to Australia after the season. <laughs> he, he can go to Australia after the season, but he, hey, he's he's there to support his team. What do you but no, he's, he's no back way. to MVP for me. I mean, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a good year for the NL. You was out there uh, with him for a month. Yes, how, I was. how did he look? Looks great. He looks great. I mean, I mean better he's than two ever. years removed from having however many assists he had. Eight assists, and he had all these things that nobody's ever done before. It, like it, the batting look, look average, it, home runs, hits, uh, stolen bases, assists, outfield assists. This and he didn't with, win the major. He didn't win the. Uh, he didn't win the MVP. MVP. But, MVP. But this is the thing. He had even. He was off to a better start. Uh, the year after that, you guys don't remember. He got hurt. He ran into a wall. Hurt his shoulder. <laughs> I remember that. He was hitting like three ninety. With any, he led like the lead, in the lead, hey, leading all of baseball <laughs> in home runs and RBIs at the time Husker. for the month. He had, 50, <laughs> he had 15 home runs in a month, and he was leading the league in like 25 RBIs. Where are they going to put him in the batting order? Is that where his shoulder they going to put him? They don't put hands. Yes. I'm putting him at number three. Uh, no, they're going to they're probably not going to leave. I'm putting him at number three because I got to have him get in the You would want to, but I think he's probably going to hit fifth. Three or five behind Gonzo. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's you have to put Hanley. somebody behind Hanley. him, right? Where's, he's going to put Hanley. He's going to put Hanley. Where's Puig hitting? 
Puig is probably going to hit four. Six? No, I think he's going to lead off. Really? Lead off? Lead so off. I mean, Crawford's so going to hit two. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, Crawford would hit two. They got, Hanley would they hit got three. power over there. They got running. Hanley they got would hit three. Gonzo would hit four. Matt would hit fifth. And Don't you need to put somebody up. behind him so he gets pitched to? He's, the, 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 you would think you would, you would work. He should hit third, but I, that's what I said. Third, you know, Hanley did so well last year in the three position in front of Gonzo. Right, you want to mess up that? Gonna, they're not going to do it. I don't know why. But why don't you? Put him the third? reason why you should bat him third is because Gonzo is going to clog, clog up the bases. Yeah, Matt can run. Okay, put put him put Matt in front of Gonzo. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's what you should do because Hanley's not going to run, and Puig is going to run, and Crawford's going to run. So if you got three guys that can run, we got Stephen Randolph on the phone. Hey, what's going on, Stephen Randolph? Randolph, what's going on? So we got Stephen Randolph. But Steve? but but away away from let's let's talk away from the Dodgers, Diamondbacks. I think they're in position. Well, we to, talk about the Diamondbacks all the time. I know, but they. Are, I think think the NL West is going to be real interesting to see what happens. Because, pitching, Spivey. exactly. It's going to come down but to the pitching. Giants. The Giants, man. The Giants will be back. Exactly. So I just think uh, it's going to be real interesting. Did to Roy Oswald get any of that money that they signed him? Because didn't he just retire? Yes, he did. So and he got he was going to get one year twelve mil or something. I guess he didn't want. It. I guess he's good. No, <laughs> I'm okay. One I'm year twelve million. I, I don't. All understand. you have to do is throw one pitch in major well, in the regular uh, season, and then you get paid twelve mil. That's why I want Quentin play because uh, <laughs> they just giving away money. <laughs> I, I don't. I just. Uh, really I had, don't had concussions to get the the, the money. That's. It, 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 I think it's something deeper than that. It has to be something off the field uh, to cause him to retire. Sure. You know, to walk away from Let me ask you not this. only just because you mentioned away from the game and he's still young, but yeah. he gets that money. He can sign today, retire tomorrow, and he gets that twelve million. Well, I don't know if he if he gets that. He gets no. twelve million. That's no, baseball. No, no, no. He he wasn't under contract. All you got to do is go to I don't camp. think he was under contract. He was offered, right? He was offered. I 12? think he, I thought he took it, it er, right after the season ended last year. Okay, I think so. I mean, and he won a World Series with Philly, right? Or did he come after? No, he, he was after. He, he was after he Philly. World Series. Well, so I mean, I thought that maybe if you want to chase one. And you go to San Francisco. It's a great place to go. They win every third year, so you may as well go there. And, and but I, you're well, right. Well, I mean, something right. outside in that the ballpark, it, it makes sense. I mean, who wouldn't want to pitch in in that ballpark? Yeah, that's especially a, that's, against lefties. I mean, uh, Carmel I mean, Sports Talk eight 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 three four six nine one four four. We got Stephen Randall on the phone. You are fourth caller. You should have called before the third caller. You would have won something. <laughs> 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 Stephen Randall, what's up? Nothing much. What's going on? No, we we talking baseball. We're talking everything. We're talking training, man. We're talking a little, little, little bit of everything. Okay, okay. So what do you, what do you think of Roy Oswald uh, retiring? What do you think of that? Um, it's, I mean, I'm guessing he made the decision at this time. You know, he's, he's been doing it for a long time. That's a lot of energy logged on that body, you know. Yeah, and he he's was got... the biggest, biggest of starting pitchers, but the run he had, I mean, what, what, can, you, what can you knock him for? Yeah, he definitely. I mean, he had the, he had the Astros on his back when he was there, and then I mean, he got, he made a lot of money in Texas. He's been he was hurt. His his delivery is so unorthodox. I, that, I, mean, I don't like to it's see. It's got to mess with I your body him, after. Though. I don't like this. I, I don't like, But I don't like to see good players retire. That's because hey, of exactly. Fans. That's, I'm that, that's how I feel. And, I'm, but, I'm the same way. You know what I do? Now I now I alter his contract. You don't have to travel, but you can play. No, was no, no, this Phil Jackson? You don't have to travel. That's the Roger Clemens contract, right? I need you at home for the fans. He's paying all these. He'll fill these seats up. No, I need you to travel with the team. Mm-hmm. And if we have to go, uh, hey, if I'm there for 162 games, then you need to be there for. Well, you should have been a pitcher. Well. Nah, you got to come on, man. You got to be there to support your team. <laughs> no, because y'all, y'all don't play every day. You have day. to travel. You got to. Y'all don't play every day. 
It's a lot yes, of guys. Yes, we do. Not, we do. You no, about the pitcher. No, but pitchers don't play every day. They play no, every, every fifth, fourth. Yeah. Every fifth day. Yeah, but I'm saying, if you want to take a, uh, especially when you end the pennant, when you got the pennant wrapped up, you're not going to put them guys out there. Why not? Why would dude, you? Because, dude, I'm asking you. Baseball you is, is such. He was on the stage. I'm exactly. asking you. I mean, Steven, as a hitter, as a hitter. You want to be out there every day. You don't want any time off because it's going to throw to you. You're going to, it's going to throw you off. I'm, you, I you, would you want take to be, one day off. I'm talking about guys screw you up. <laughs> no, don't you, don't you only get six off. or seven days off so in you six months like, anyway? So you, you play 162 games in 181 days. Yeah. I don't know if it's changed. No, you now play, you get more days off. So it's 181 days. But then the All Star game is what four days off. So those don't even those count as days off, but not to all the players. And baseball, you play about 200 some games. Start from spring training, average about two game two days a month. Ah. From spring training to the World Series, you're playing about 220 something yeah, games. You're 200, 200 plus. You're talking World Series? Yeah, it's 200 plus. Definitely. Uh, uh, Chime in, Steven, if you got what you got, Steve. Uh, pitcher. You got a reliever and you got a starter, though. Right. Well, I was speaking pitcher. of a. Like Junior said, we don't play every day, but we work every day. That's the only thing that's, that's, that's tough about that. Now, relief pitcher, that's a whole different ball game because being in the bullpen, I can sit there and tell you. The the games that people see you pitching, okay, he's got seventy six appearances. Well, they don't see the other sixty five that you warm up and didn't get into. Yeah, that's interesting. You know what I mean? But yeah. as a starting pitcher, I don't think there's much better job in sports. As a starting pitcher, right? Yeah, it's yeah. The best job in all. I, the, I know because you get the best job in all the sports. You know what <laughs> I mean? You, it, it's almost it, it's a quarterback without having to go in the go in the battle every single game. You know. So and, so sixty seven games you is you got to be able to deal with the wins and the loss because it's on your back no matter what. Yeah. No, I'm not saying starting pitchers that easy that's job. That's why Kurt, but, Kurt so six, gets paid. But look, the big bucks. so starting yeah. pitchers <laughs> six or seven innings and you off the mound. Maybe I mean that's. But you got to command that mound attention it's too. It's called a quality start for a reason. Once you get to six innings or five and a half oh, yeah, innings, that's, that's a so win because it's tough to get there. You know, yeah, base, being, being a pitcher is tough. And being a quarterback, the is tough. four days it takes to be prepared for that fifth day is what the people don't see. How much? It's not just oh, I get to go up. I, I went to spring training. I'm ready to pitch 30 games this year. No, it's a it's a year long battle, year long struggle of working out and everything. But now you compare it to what a position player has to go through on that grind every day. That's a whole different ball game. Yeah. So how long did it take you to like every week preparing for a start? How long did it take you to figure out the players that you're going to pitch against? Their hot and cold zones, where you need to pitch them, what pitches they like. How long did that take you? Like how much film uh, film did you it's watch? A, it's, it's, it's a four. It's pretty much. It can be a four day process. I mean, you pretty much take it into part of your workout routine. You know, the day after you pitch, you go out, you run, you do your leg workout, you do this and that, you go watch video. You just kind of break it down little by little, depending on the guys. I mean, after a while, you get familiar with guys, but it's more of a kind of a review thing. You go in and look and see who's hot, what he's hitting right there at that point, and things like that. I mean, it's the game within the game, as Junior can tell you. You know, it's the same thing. You got to know what umpires behind the plate. You got to know, you know, who's pitching that night as a position player, what relievers are in the pen, who's healthy, who's not healthy, how he's been doing. Through, through the last ten games, all of that stuff comes into play. You know, it's a it's it's a lot of strategy and 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 work that goes into that, and and being good at it year in and year out. Stephen Randolph, University of Texas. Let me ask you something: being a left-handed pitcher, does is that advantage at all? Um, because from the outside looking in, I always think it is. I mean, you get to see that ball different coming from a different side of the uh, the plate. Is that any any advantage? I mean, the ball has to come either way. But being a left-handed pitcher, I think. That comes from the fact that it's not common. You don't see it all the time, and that's why it's such a high demand for a left-handed pitcher and a, and a quality left-handed pitcher. Because from the time you're, you know, three or four years old, you step on the field, everything's right-handed, right-handed, right-handed. The game's made for right-handed people, except for the corners, 
you know, or I mean, the the first base for the outfield, and everything else is pretty much geared to a righty. So, from as Junior can tell you, everything you see from batting practice till game time is usually a right-handed pitcher. So when you see a lefty and he's good, it makes for a whole different game because of like you said, it's coming in at a different angle. Or that's kind of like the left-handed. Running, it's running a different way, not running into you, it's running away from you. You know, just little things like that. Yeah, it's kind of like the left-handed quarterback. You see that ball coming out different, a different spin to it. Uh, the first time I ever was fearful for my life was I was playing farm baseball, and the first lefty pitcher I ever saw, every ball looked like it was coming at my head. And I got scared of the ball ever since that. So I know what you're talking about from the other side because I played farm ball. So, so you was ducking all so, the time. And, uh, fi- just, <laughs> a final question about, about, your, uh, about uh, getting up to your actual start and, and the research you're doing. Are you only watching lefties pitch to these guys that you're facing? Because, I mean, if, if you're watching righties, isn't the, the, the um, reaction time and, and just reaction in general completely different? Yeah, I mean, you try to find as much video as you can on lefties, and usually there's a, you know, a pitcher with each team that some, hopefully there's someone that you can compare to, whether it's a reliever. It might just only be a reliever at that time, but that might be the only bat you get to see against a lefty. But sometimes you have to go with what the righty does because, I mean, your, your scouting reports are going to be pretty much geared towards righties. Um, and you just kind of got to figure out your strengths and and what he's you know his hot and colds on because they're going to be totally different than against me as they would against you know a Roy Oswald or whoever it may be because depending on what that righty's featuring or that other lefty's featuring, it's going to be a whole different. Uh, Junior can tell you that. And, and, you and, and, you and change, Johnson, you go and you face Jamie Moore. It's going to be two totally different approaches. Right, and it so changes, it, man. It, it's, uh, like you said, his you know a guy changes. You know, you may be facing a guy when he's hot. You may be facing the guy when he's not. So it, well, I'm it hot changes. all the time, so hey, you don't care who's throwing me the ball. Steven, just make sure you know it's about Kwame all the time, please. Steven, what, what you got going on, buddy? We appreciate the call. I know you um, – are you in the, Are you in the country at all? Yeah, yeah, are yeah. yeah I, actually, I just pulled up to the gym. about to go in here and try to get this lift in, kind of halfway stay in shape. Um, <laughs> oh, baseball. Go ahead. <laughs> get out. <laughs> yeah, no baseball right now. Just, teach, just teaching, teaching the kids, man, working with the kids and – Trying to give back a little bit of all this stuff that I had to learn along the way. No, I hear you, man, because awesome. that's what's wrong with the NFL today. And I appreciate guys like you doing that. Spivey does it also. But that's what's wrong with the NFL today. They were never taught at the beginning, so they don't have any any uh, basic skills or technique to refer to or go back when they get in trouble. They just play off speed and, and quickness, and they're not able to use their brain when it's time for them to have, a, a as far as football, a decent backpedal, uh, how to come out your break, angles and leverage. Learn the rules and the games of the sport you're going to play, and it slows down everything drastically for you, then you can start playing at a high level. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And Junior can tell you as well as I did. I mean, when you when you play baseball for your whole life in your first base, and at 21 years old, they tell you you're going to become a pitcher, you got to learn in a hurry. You know, your learning curve is real that's, small. That's, so that's, that's you. you. Learn. Exactly. Back, you that's know, you to learn. learn. So it's a little bit easier, like you said. But, man, be a student of the game. That's, mm-hmm. that, that's perfect right there because – you got to know what you're doing, how you do it, and why it worked that way. Not just, oh, I did it because I can. No, no, why did you do it? What worked? What muscles worked? What What did you do to get to that point? What made you well, – you know, what was your thought, pro- yeah, you your thought process? Your moments of failure. Right. You, know, uh, you got to figure all of that out. And write it down and keep a journal on it. Oh, so, yeah. So you can always go back down. to it. I mean, that old Take out a about, you know, write your goals down, that, 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 that's legit. I mean, you can see them in front of you every day when you get up and look in that mirror. It, it, it's gonna come true. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what? I think every athlete should do it. You hundred percent right on that because uh, that's what I did. I ran, wrote down goals and just even short term goals and then long term goals I had 
uh, once I got them accomplished. Even if it was something simple as getting up and doing that, but that's something you, you make, it makes you feel good when you can accomplish a simple goal. Um, but before we let you go, man, uh, you welcome to stay on if you want to. But no, you in the gym. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sitting. I'm sitting here. I'm, I, I got a few minutes. Do we, did you uh, pitch any at the University of Texas? And why you go to the University of Texas? <laughs> <laughs> Growing up in Austin, Texas, you know what's funny? Uh, always watching the College World Series was my thing. It was like at first I was always like I want to go to one of the states, and I met Florida State, Wichita State. Wichita Arizona State, school. somewhere like that, because every year they were Oklahoma State. They were always the teams in the College World Series, and Texas is always there. And being from Austin, you know, it's just kind of one of those childhood dreams, you know. And then you wanted to be a Sooner too, didn't you? It was either basketball or baseball. They were trying to make me pick and all this and that coming out of high school. So I said, "Well, forget this." And you know, talking to some scouts, I ended up at junior college first. Then I ended up back in Texas anyway. So right. it's just kind of you know living out a childhood dream, and and luckily. Got to do it, and what are your dreams? Uh, Oklahoma football. Didn't you want to play football at the University of Oklahoma as well? Oh, Kansas. See, here we go with that. <laughs> Should have went to the University. But of no, Kansas. Oklahoma. Ain't no maroon coming in there. Oklahoma. No, no, that's Crimson. All that's that. Crimson. No, we don't. We don't do that. That's Crimson, man. We got Crimson. All right, let's move. Let's move <laughs> on. <laughs> Jason Collins has been uh, out of the NBA since 2012, 2013 season. Uh, he signed a ten day contract with the Nets. I did say I have a conspiracy theory on that, but that, but I just mentioned these two names: uh, <laughs> Sean Carter and uh, Barack Obama. And I'll leave that alone. You do your own research for that. But he's in a ten day contract uh, with the Nets. Uh, he he's uh, he came in and played well. He fouled five fouls. Why don't you just tell me your conspiracy theory? Why do I have to look it up? Hickey, you do your own research. I can take you. I to know the, I'll take you to the Obama. pond. You gonna swim or you gonna drink? One or the other. Both. You gonna well, swim or you gonna drown? <laughs> Well, he had to go to a veteran team. I think uh, that was that was the the main thing after coming out. So, you know, you got all those vets over there. Wait a minute, yeah. before that, Swabby, and I want you to finish that. Okay, did coming out because we talked about it on the show quite a bit, not just with him, but Michael Sam and any other openly gay person or any gay person. Period. Um, he, with him coming out, did that keep him from playing last year? Absolutely. Absolutely, but so now that Michael Sam has done what he's done, and he's Michael and, Sam and, will be and, in. So he, exactly, so now it's like everyone has really accepted it. So they they invite him. He was the guest of the the Obamas at the State of the Union. So he has to be the guy. So why not bring him in and and with just Obama ease it in? In, in favor of that lifestyle and right. that type of lifestyle? It was it on, and then Obama and Jay Z uh, real close. Mm-hmm. He got Obama on text. I figured the Nets, that's what I thought, the Nets was probably the best team to go to. Now, there's a lot of other reasons why, because he is familiar with Jason Kidd, Kevin Garnett. He is familiar with uh, Paul Pierce. He played with those guys. Uh, but that's what I thought. And then they do need some help in a little post. Yeah, they need, they need some help. So if he, can come in, if he can come in and help, then it's going to be all good. But if he can't perform, if, he, if, he's, if he's just taking up a spot, but he get then it's going to be all contract. bad. You yeah, think he get another 10 day? Well, they're going to see what he does. You know, if, if he can help him, man, he's he's there. He's going to be the guy. Yeah, all he's looking for him is to buy him two or three it, minutes. It two or three minutes is huge in basketball. When, but, when it comes down to if he if it came out that he was gay and that's why he didn't play last year, he's 37, 38 years old. Mm-hmm. If he was in the middle of his career, I feel like he would have still had a job. I, I don't uh, – yeah. He's and, just, uh, and, and, and the reason why I say that is because – He's been one of the. That's how you be selling but, with that. He, 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 yeah, yeah. Which, but you uh, know what? He, I, I, I have to. Do, I have to disagree with that because you're not in the locker room with these guys. We're not in the locker room. Are there any uh, in baseball? I don't know. I. I. I not one time. I never knew. Never. Yeah. I never knew one football. Yeah. I never knew one football. I never knew one. 
Yeah, well, okay. not even so, not even a suspect. It, it wasn't even a thought. So you saying baseball took more, more manly than any other man, sport? Yeah, I'm telling you, no, man. I'm, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. Not saying, uh, hey, so, not, Steve, I didn't come across one time. Out of, out I of wish you were major right teams, now, so I didn't have to look. And at all the you. teams I played for, not not one guy <laughs> that, that I could have said. I thought maybe he's gay, maybe he's not gay. Stephen, can you say that? I can say uh, been around maybe a couple of uh, suspects, but. I mean, what, yeah, would that maybe bother you though? One, would, but not nothing that ever came up would, like that. Would that bother you openly. with a guy on your team like that? What's that? Would that bother you with a guy on your team like that? And he balls, he he can play hard. I was gonna say he balls out. You know what? <laughs> we all out there on the field of battle. Do what you do. I mean, if it's one of them things, that's your thing, man. Keep it to yourself. I, yeah, exactly. I, to me, but they don't. They don't whole, want you my guys. Whole thing, my whole thing. It, it, it's not even a matter of keeping it to yourself. It's just a matter of. And I, people might be mad at me for saying this, but I don't understand what the big deal is. Why you got to come out? Like, why is it a big deal that people come out? Like, so what? That's his lifestyle. Do what you do. But why do you have to make a big old announcement about it? Let me ask you guys. Let me ask all you guys. Well, because let me answer, let me answer, let me answer that first. No. I'm going to answer that question because it's unprecedented in the world of professional sports. That's why this is society that's making it this way. That if you he have to do it this way. Let me pick what makes sports so special. Why does it have to be a national right. meeting? Well, because oh it's God. never it's happened before. So was the next guy down the it's he never happened. Michael Sam, about it? Michael Sam like, didn't have a press conference about it. He just why? told his team. It's Let me have the media call into it. Okay, he's in a locker room. It wasn't, it wasn't a problem. I mean, before, if he didn't have to say nothing about it before, why is it all of a sudden, I got to make sure that everybody knows I am? I'll tell you what. Like, why? And I, don't, I, just, I don't get that. I'm I'm just personally, that's just me. I'm just speculating. I, first of all, I don't think it's a lifestyle. I think it's, do you, because you, I don't know, are you, Born that way, or you always around that we way. I'm not saying that. So, okay, man, we can do it. But let me you ask you: okay, when I say this, past, if Michael look, Sam, look into your childhood, if my, <laughs> look into that. If I Michael think, Sam don't come out, or Jason Collins don't come out, and then they see these guys consistently in different bars, uh, then it's gonna come out either way. So I, I, I figure. Now I'm just, I'm just playing the advocate. Well, maybe they just bring it on now because this is who I really am. They tired of hot. Most people who are like that have been hiding it for years. Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah. they just Especially tired of hiding in the world of professional sports. Because well, they're not accepted. They well, haven't been accepted before. So what I'm makes not in the think- locker room, but I mean, me personally, I'm not hopping in the shower. How you shower. know? You've been in the shower one, but you yeah, don't know. I, I didn't know, but yeah, I keep yeah. it that way. I rather keep, I don't want to have to think about it. You know, I don't like where, looking over my shoulder. Where, he, where is he at? But hey, dude, you're going to look. You know what I mean? Come on. You, I mean, you're attracted. That's like you showering and being around women in the locker room and everyone is changing clothes and they're naked. Right. You're going to be attracted. He's got to be attracted to somebody, right? Um, I, don't, I think he. Well, I don't, if you have to be. If there's one, I would say there's two. So I, I don't. You're know. in a room with guys that you're attract. You're attracted to guys. That's like you've been in a room or been in a locker room with women. You gonna find one? You gonna rise? <laughs> the hell out of here with that. <laughs> okay, back to the initial question. Jason Collins will he he will get a contract for uh, the rest of the, no. no 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 he will sign and play with, with the Nets yeah he'll play with the Nets for the rest of the year uh, Brook Lopez is out KG's hurt they're old he's worth six fouls that's what he's been worth no, in, he's his, in worth, his whole career he's worth two to three minutes which saves what the did lives he average? Of those what guys. was his what was his numbers it, it, like it, it, last they're, year they're never been good they've never it, been no, good he averaged one point he's just been a seven, one point one rebound man. yeah no no but he's been but he's he's always played 30 32 minutes he's always played center he's never been the offensive firepower that that but you always play on teams with that offensive talent that's not so him. why keep him he plays good defense he takes charges he, he there's a lot a of guys on my house, he's like kendrick perkins was before kendrick perkins without being a total 
Kendrick Perkins is a fighter. No, Kendrick Perkins, man, he's a dog. He's man. like, oh, Kendrick Perkins is like a dog. Before yeah, a Kendrick dog. Perkins was Kendrick Perkins. So Kendrick Oakley. Perkins has always think, been a dog. And I think KG kind of got him that way in, in, in Boston. Nah, KG I, got I, him. I, I don't think he was already in him, man. I, I think he was in him. KG bought it out of him. You know, but see, but look, look, hey, Kendrick Perkins, though, he's a dog now. You know, he's a straight dog. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, he's seven man. foot two eighty five. So going let's, up let's, like, let's, wrap, uh, let's wrap this up, okay? He's so seven foot two eighty five. So you got you you have a problem with it? Uh, well, no, no. Uh, the only problem Steven, I have, no, no one. Let this me get Stephen first because okay. he's on the phone. So you you just want the guy to show up and play? Do you do your job? Um, you know I'm not like that. So you just as long as y'all got to understand it, I'm not like that, uh, and I can respect who you are, but don't ever cross that line. But come out here and do your job. You cool with that? It is it, it, simple, like but. You know what I mean? You knowing, maybe it's a, you know, a protection thing for them. So if something happened, you know, say, like you said, you see people see them at the bars, all of a sudden they come out, and it's wrong, because a lot of people ain't comfortable with that. You know what I mean? Right. You, a lot of grown men are not going to be comfortable with, okay, I know that this dude right here next to me is gay, and I'm going to go get in the shower with him. So that's just not, I, at that part I can understand, maybe it's a protection thing, but go out there and do your job, man. And I don't want to go out there and tell you my business, much less hear about your business. I could care less because we got to do a job, and that's all we out here to do. Yeah, go ahead, Spivey. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a touchy thing. Now, now that I know, now that I know, I mean, I can't. Now I'm uncomfortable. Now you got twenty, like on the baseball locker room, there's twenty five guys. Now you have twenty four guys that's uncomfortable. About what if it was LeBron James? It, if what oh, if it was Dwayne a, Wade? What if it was Kobe? Okay, that's what if it was still, and he wins you World Series. What if it was Tom Brady? What like if he, what if it was these okay, guys? What if it was those guys? And they look. You know what I'm saying? They look. You, you watching? I think that might say he, more something about the people that think that than the actual person themselves. You, you got to go in the locker room, I man. Know, I'm, I ain't never I'm being honest. I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Oh. I'm being honest about it. I'm not being politically correct. I'm being honest. And if you wasn't in that locker room, if you've never been in that locker room, you really don't know. So you got a well, lot of people. Apparently, speaking. you haven't been in that locker room you, either you got, you, because you, have, you were you never have, around a gay a, athlete. A, a, okay, you have a lot of people that speaking on this subject. That hasn't. That, that's not in the locker room. Yeah, uh, go, yeah. me okay. being one it's of them. I'm not, it's I'm different not if you're that in I know. That, it's different if you're in that locker room. The locker rooms are different, yep. monster. That's a different. Yep, that's what I'm talking that's about. It's, it's different. So if you're in that locker room, like everyone that's talking, hey, they're not in the locker room, so they they're, they're just talking. But twenty five guys. Would you, would you rather have Richie Cognito in the locker room or Michael Sam? Uh, Richie Cognito. I know Richie what I'm getting. Richie Cognito all day. Richie Cognito all day long. Incognito. I respect this game, and, I, and we we both say I respect him as a person. But you're not gonna do racial Why, slurs. You respect no, him but, as a person, but, but dude. The racial you don't slurs. Respect somebody that no, likes the, men. Okay, check this out. The racial slurs that 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 incognito say demonstrated it. demonstrated was through a text message, right? It was through text. Had, yeah. had he not turned in that text message, we wouldn't even know he said that. There were some now, guys on his team saying, you in, can't talk like that on text and not no, talk like that in person. Incognito used an N-word like he'll say, what's, you know, hey, hey, Kwame, that's my, that's my end. Then that ain't gonna happen. That's gonna never but, happen. But just, how do you know he got a pass? What? I who, see, who gave him a, I'm not dude, giving anybody I, I a pass for that. I, I, I seen the video and it's hilarious to me, but he that's He'll never incognito. get that pass from me though. But that's incognito. It is straight. It's some guys to me. He's straight, so it's okay. Right. And, and, hey, it was guys that used the Word but before. if he was, but if he was way, homosexual, though, it's the way you use the word. It's the way you use it. And it, for me, the way incognito use it. We're not talking about that. Video, We're talking about gay athletes. But I'm just saying, incognito is is that's my guy. I want incognito on as my a team. football I player. Say it was okay because he's. Go ahead, he's go ahead, Steve. No, go ahead, I Steve. Say, I would say that depending on the team he's around and the people he's around, they might have gave him a pass. Like right. you were saying, he had a pass. Well, who are those idiots? And, and like I said, I mean. Michael incognito Sam thought he was, if best, you look at incognito coming out you know what i mean but 
at the same time, somebody's going to feel uncomfortable in that situation because that's right. not normal in the sports world, in the sports locker room. Yeah, normal you know and I mean? unprecedented you know are different. Cat is there, you're going to be worried about what you're wearing or how you walk around in front of this guy. And that's switching. just a, you know, yeah, and it switching. shouldn't be that way because if you yeah, didn't know, switching. you wouldn't think twice about it. But knowing, I'm just saying it might cause a little bit of conflict. It, it, that's it's all going I can to say. cause it, some It's 25 conflict. guys in the NBA locker room, but all 25 guys come no, from it, different it, places. No, 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 I'm not, not NBA, but uh, baseball. 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 Right. I meant baseball. 53 in, in football, right? Right. 56 because we got practice squad guys soon there. Okay. Um, or 57 with the new rules that the NFL benefits from. But look, anyway. Those 25 guys in the MLB locker room, they come from different places. All of them not going to condemn him. They say, well, that's your lifestyle. That's where you come from. And maybe exactly. they never been around him or been around that growing up. So my, my thing is, how can you say or do derogatory comments and stuff like that if you don't know what it is or haven't been, haven't grew up around it? So when you find out, oh, he's gay, now it's the bad stuff instead of, it's the, let me go talk to like, what, what's your, I'm not like this, but. See me if he baseball, was in my locker room. In baseball, the Latin guys they call it maricon. You maricon, you maricon. You know what I mean? That's a problem. That's hey, a hey, you know, get away from me, maricon. I mean, that, dude. So you have you have rapists, it's, murderers, it's, uh, embezzlers. You have guys that do a whole bunch of drugs in in, in the NFL, and, play, okay. and that's okay. okay. But okay. liking somebody of the same sex is not okay. Okay, okay. it's not liking. It's knowing. It's not the, yeah, it's, not, it's, it's not the fact that liking somebody. It's, it's, it's people being uncomfortable with that. But somebody just killed somebody last week and got dude, away with it. I, I have and they're boys. in your locker room. I have so I have kids, right? So yeah. I have okay, boys. let me ask you. And this. I have my boys in the locker room, and I my boys, Kwame, my boys take what? showers. Also, if yeah. your dad is taking a shower, they're hopping in the shower. What, in the locker room, yeah, they hop in the shower. They ain't playing. Oh, they doing they doing betting stuff. All the little boys, all the little kids do that. My son ain't never taking a shower with me. Hey, if 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 your kid is at the ballpark and they're running around playing, see, Michael Jackson got in trouble for stuff like that. But but, I, but my, my point my point is my point is that hey and I know I mean I'm not saying if 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 there's something about this guy my kids are looking at him and there's something different about him and the way he's carrying himself for oh, your son is what no, if your son is yeah, 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 I, I, I asked you this I asked you this last week that. go no I'm not sure what if yeah. one of your boys uh, let's say about around the age of 15 16 say they were well, they prefer this lifestyle. Now, how would that inside? That's going to hurt your stomach. It's going to eat. It's going to eat. It's going to tell me. Because I'm going to blame myself because it was something Why? that I did. What well, are you Because I'm going to feel that way as a parent. I don't know. I'm going to feel like there's something I could have stopped it. I could have prevented it. How? Because, huh? How? Maybe watch uh, watch what they watched on television. Now, television has watch, a lot. Has a lot television, to do with it. Television. Well, no, their, no, their no. Company. They the people they were around. Maybe they were playing with Barbie dolls, and I didn't know. Maybe they were born that been. way, like it's what I don't believe that. I play with a Barbie doll. Right, that's just that's that's against. That's, I play that's with Barbie dolls. I don't, I don't. I don't believe. I play with a home baked cooking system. My sister had it was a a ready bake. I played with, bake play with well, bake well I didn't. My, you know, I had four sisters. They wouldn't allow me to do that. And <laughs> one brother. Like, you know, you go play with but the other just, boys. But you that get was out just here, the question. That's what I want to know. Like, like if one of your boys just just happens, fifteen, sixteen, come to you and say. I prefer this. Like you can't. You're not gonna love them any different. No, well, I'm, I'm gonna love them the same. But right. I'm, not, I'm not gonna agree with what they're doing, and, and I'm gonna love them. But is that what Michael Sam's eat at me? Is it's that what Michael Sam's dad did to but him? See, but the thing about it, the Michael Sam uh, situation, I was told from what I heard, he grew up in a foster home. The dad wasn't even around. Right. No. And this guy's trying to get it. You, you know what I'm saying? That's he, he what had, I heard. He had so, ulterior motives for his right. interview, and then but, his. But I could understand afterwards. what the dad would meant because he's like, "Hey, I got two. I have two sons." In the penitentiary, fighting for their life, trying to get, trying to keep them off their butt. 
You know what I'm saying? They, he's fighting every day. So would you rather have? Fighting. Would you have an upstanding and, son that's no, gay? You, or you, you have a son. People that are in jail. Want to offer it away, and you have a, you have two sons that's fighting. To we keep gonna them off we, we gonna we gonna finish up. Give me another hour. Hey, on that. I'm oh. telling you, give me another hour. That's Kevin. a touchy situation. <laughs> Stephen Randolph, man, I definitely appreciate you calling in. Too bad you was the third caller. Uh, you should have been the second one. We would have took you to lunch. That's not uh, true. That's that's Alex. Was, <laughs> that's not true. Go to, go to Z Tejas. Go to Z Tejas. Now I got you covered, man. I got you covered. We we'll do something. Uh, Alex Clancy, as always, you can reach Alex at. Alex Clancy. I'm gonna uh, throw something at Alex Clancy at uh, on Twitter. At Clancy's Corner. It's all the same. At Clancy's Corner. Yeah. yeah. How, how do I keep forgetting that? Uh, you 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 nailed it the past three times. Yeah. At Kwame Lasseter. We got Junior Spivey. Junior, mm-hmm. what's your what's your Twitter? Uh, it's. it's T- tell me about Twitter. the limits. In, uh, in, in oh yeah, we sec- got limits. Ten seconds. In, in NSF certified products, man. NSF certified. So that's certified for every sport. And uh, they can all reach you on products. Twitter about that. Yeah, you can reach me on Twitter. I think my Twitter is Jr. Spivey. I think just Junior Spivey. I think at Junior Spivey, I believe. But my Instagram is Jr. Spivey thirty seven. Don't forget, oh, uh, Kevin. Yeah. Kevin uh, I'm not on Instagram. Oh, y'all y'all doing too much with this stuff. Send your on Facebook. Kevin Gasman will be in Prescott. Nope, he was. He was. Prescott. Okay, I'm sorry, I missed that because uh, I wasn't invited that far. Um, thank you for joining the show. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.